Hello, Pierce County Gardeners. This is Karen, one of over 400 Pierce County Master Gardeners. Today's topic is garden soil. When you talk to organic gardeners, you are likely to hear them say, if you take care of your soil, your soil will take care of you. So how do you know that you have good soil for raising vegetables and flowers? Think of soil as a living ecosystem. Let's start with the components of soil. All soil is made up of five things. Pulverized rock, organic matter, air, water, and microscopic life forms. The tiny particles we call dirt is made up of rocks that have been eroded over time into sand, silt, or clay. Sand is like miniature rocks with particles big enough to see. Silt is finer particles about the size of individual pieces of flour. Clay is so fine you need a microscope to see individual particles that look like flat sheets of mica. Sand has less space sand has irregular shapes that allow for air and water to get between grains. Silt has less space between particles but still allows for air and water movement. Clay particles can compact together like layered bricks, making it difficult for water and air to penetrate between particles. Most soils are a combination of sand, silt, and clay. This is the mineral part of soil. Soils that are predominantly sand drain quickly and tend to dry out quickly. While they drain well, they have a hard time holding on to nutrients which wash away or leach out through rain. Clay soils have the opposite problem. Water and air cannot penetrate, so it's hard for plants to maintain healthy roots if sitting water drives the air out of the soil. Good soil is often called loam. It has enough sandy particles for good drainage and enough silt and clay particles to hold water and nutrients plants need for growth. The ideal garden soil has equal parts of all three. Another key component of good garden soil is organic matter. Organic matter in soil is what is left over when living things die or produce waste. Dead plants and animal manure are two major types of organic matter. Microbes in the soil eat organic matter, breaking it down through decay processes that bind the mineral part of the soil to the organic matter to form soil structures called PEDs. The spaces between PEDs are the macropores that allow water drainage and oxygen penetration. The spaces inside PEDs are micropores that allow soil to hold onto water and nutrients released by the process of decay. Good soil acts like a sponge that takes up and holds water but allows the excess to drain away. Like all living things, plants need nutrients to grow. Plant roots can only absorb nutrients that are dissolved in water at the microscopic level. Fresh organic matter does not provide nutrients in a form plants can use. As organic matter is eaten by microbes, 
it is transformed into a more stable form that decomposes more slowly, gradually releasing into the soil the nutrients that were tied up in the dead plant tissues. Approximately 4% of the nutrients in organic matter is released into the soil in this way each year. The minerals in the sand, silt, and clay are also released into water-soluble forms. Plants need 14 different nutrients for proper growth, but they need a lot of some and very little of others. Major nutrients are the most important. They include nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, which are provided by the breakdown of organic matter. Sulfur, calcium, and magnesium are important minerals. Micromineral nutrients that plants need in tiny quantities include zinc, iron, copper, manganese, boron, molybdenum, chlorine, and nickel. The most common nutrient deficiencies in soils that have never been fertilized are the major nutrients nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium because they lack the organic matter that feeds a healthy microscopic ecosystem. Western Washington soils are often lacking in sulfur. Acid soils, which is what we tend to have here, can be deficient in calcium and magnesium. Phosphorus accumulates in soil, so a garden that has been fertilized for a number of years is not likely to lack phosphorus. Soil, then, is alive with a thriving community of bacteria, viruses, fungi, nematodes, and other microscopic creatures, as well as insects and worms. Plant roots establish a mutually beneficial relationship with this community, especially the fungi. The microbes convert the organic nitrogen in decaying organic matter into ammonium and nitrates, the forms of nitrogen plants can use for nutrition. People often hear that they should add compost to their garden beds to improve the soil. Compost is made up of organic matter. As it decays, it provides nutrients in water-soluble form. At the same time, it improves the structure of soil, its ability to form PEDs. Different materials can be used for compost. Those highest in nitrogen include poultry manure, feather meal, and fish meal. These should be used sparingly to avoid over-fertilization. Compost made of leaf residues and cover crops has a more moderate amount of nitrogen and can be used in larger amounts. Compost made of straw, bark, or sawdust contains little nitrogen and will actually take up nitrogen from the soil and reduce the amount of nitrogen available for plant roots. If you are creating a new garden bed, add up to three inches of compost. If you have an existing bed, add a half inch of compost every year. You can apply it on top in the fall or mix it directly into the garden in the spring before planting. Cover crops are planted in the fall and then turned under into the soil in spring. They hold nutrients in the soil over the winter to prevent leaching away in the rain. If they are a legume like red clover, they also fix nitrogen from the air into water-soluble forms in their roots. 
Mulches are not the same as compost. While often made of plant residues, they are placed between rows to smother weeds during the growing season. At the end of the season, they can be turned under to add organic matter to the soil. If they are made of straw or sawdust, they will need some nitrogen added to help them decompose. The soil under your feet is a living ecosystem. If you take care to balance the amount and kind of fertilizer and organic material you use, your garden will improve over time. It is true that if you take care of your soil, it will take care of you and give you healthy crops. For more information and more detail on the nitrogen cycle, what types of fertilizer are available, and how much to use, Google Gardening in Washington State. On the home page, click on Soils, Compost, and Mulch from the list on the left side of the page. On the resulting list, click on Home Gardener's Guide to Soils and Fertilizer. It will take you to a page where you can download a free PDF of this WSU Extension publication. Remember, if you have any questions about growing vegetables, fruits, or flowers, you can email your questions with photos of the problem to pierce.mg at wsu.edu. That's P-I-E-R-C-E dot M-G at W-S-U dot E-D-U. Until next time, this is Karen, a Pierce County Master Gardener.